0: Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. I'll be your host for today, uh Rich Polly. And joining me is young Mr. Ben Hibbert. Hello there. You're um you're about to become Mrs. Ben Holgate soon, aren't you? Well, do you know what's funny? I
1: actually suggested that we should merge our names and become the Hibgates, but Emma wasn't too keen.
0: So, genuinely, you're you're like kinda joking, but um I know a couple who did exactly that. They had uh she I had wasn't. The surname Nichols. I wanted to do that. She had the surname Nichols and he had the surname Smith, and they're now uh, Mr. and Mrs. Nichols Smith, um, which is like a name that suits them. But anyway,
1: so
0: I had a friend who, month,
2: I had a friend yeah. who uh, didn't want to be called Mrs. Cox because it sounds like that she misses. <laughs> uh, so they went for
3: a, a, a mixed surname.
1: Yeah, it's
3: the 24th. I of mean, does that get a Wookiee? Oh, by the way, I'm Connor Holmes and that's Darren Granger.
0: But hang on a minute. Let, let me do the introduction. <laughs> also, also joining myself and Ben today, this is going to be a challenge, is uh, Connor Holmes of the Taunton Squadron in Northern Ireland. Hello. And it, also joining us uh, for a little bit at least, because he's got a game in about half an hour, is Darren Granger. Hello
3: there. My opponent can wait.
0: If he actually says that, that's pretty good.
3: He does not do a bad Obi-Wan. Hello there. You you do a bad Obi-Wan. Yeah, (laughs) I do a
0: bad Obi-Wan. I I do a better um, Qui-Gon gin, because I've got a really dodgy Northern Irish accent as well. Um... (laughs) There's always (laughs) a bigger fish. (laughs) So um, we've got a few bits and bobs to talk about today. There's been some more drip of releases of the Resistance Y-Wing kind of spoilers coming out, um, but I don't think it's anything we've not talked about before. We've also got the mini extravaganza, which AMG are doing this week um, over the course of uh, a number of different streams and times and days and updates. And it's mostly Marvel Crisis Protocol and Legion, but they are doing some. It's on the mini. Yeah, they are doing some X Wing stuff. Um, So we're going to find out some. So we'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about um, Gold Squadron's latest event, Tatooine, uh, which is one of the reasons we've got Connor on because he played in it and did all right uh and then we've got the Europa Cup in Italy which was a, a Milan event that a whole bunch of uh people from various countries went to because it was a big event and it's in person and everyone's dead excited for it in person play again after 18-20 months so we're gonna we're gonna hit on that a little bit as well so and also Italy is lovely yeah, and it's somewhere I really <laughs> want to go. But uh, currently, I'm saving all my money up to buy lightsabers in Galaxy's Edge. So <laughs> I can't, 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 I, yeah. <laughs> I got the green light today to go to Essen Spiel. Oh, nice! Which my is uh, my my boss goes to Spiel, and one of my colleagues—they both live in Dusseldorf. Um, one of them actually lives in Essen, that's so he a he's got around the corner. That's so. cheaper than me going. Right, Do you, reckon yes, you could get a
2: work trip out of that, Rich.
0: Uh, maybe
3: can i <laughs> oh my goodness that's not a bad question i am actually i'm working the friday when i'm there yeah
0: i just low tax I, bill i just employ people that play x-wing with me it's fine it's, well, it's
2: quite funny because when you said my boss lives near it goes to everything i was like uh yeah my boss is into games and and she's german so i was like oh yeah it's the same boss
0: oh <laughs> 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 uh, it's fine <laughs> so Isn't... um so we're gonna start off um i guess we should talk about um gold squadron um tatooine uh so this is the latest of the um gold squadron galaxies 2021 qualifiers so this is again another series of online events where if you finish in the top um number of people um because it rolls down once you've got a, a top
3: 32
0: Stop 32 of people who do not yet have an invite and get an invite to the final, uh, which is called Coruscant or something. And then uh, (laughs) the last year that was won by Farn. What was it? Did he win Coruscant? No, Fan won two of the qualifiers. I don't think he won the
3: overall one, but I could okay. be wrong. Charlie all... Charlie
2: Chloe won the um Charlie. Oh, that's right. yeah, yes,
3: won the Yes, South African
0: dude. And yes, the, African the
3: championship dude. is called Alderon. Yeah. Or was it Alderon this time? It was right? Coruscant last time. I have the pin ah. sitting staring at me. And in all fairness, it's really pretty. That was a really expensive pin though, so it's best be I look uh, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> I I I love the pin collection and I will give this one to Dion. You know what you're winning, and the quality of them is super high. Like, <laughs> they're acrylic and metal.
0: I can't, I, can't, I can't help but laugh, because I hate pins. I just yeah, and you don't understand. have to play these events. I know, I know. So anyway, Tatooine, it was an extended event, is that correct? That is correct. Okay, and you finished in top eight? I finished exactly fifth. In top eight? Correct. Right. You can't really finish fifth, can you? Because it's like... Well, the
3: irony of it was, to what I looked at, I think I finished third after day one, and then everybody in the top eight, who were in the top eight going to round two, lost. So it was third, and then I think it was everybody ninth to 16th. So I went instantly to the top of the board until I got knocked out. So I was always going to be top of whatever level I got
0: knocked out. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, Sorry. I was just going to say, there's a big... um... Big old um weighty top half of uh, of the event here. The last few um Gold Squadron events have been missing some of the big names from online play. Um but a couple of them have come back um into this one. So um Farn Langalan came second, um, got final table, yourself, Connor, um Sammy Ulvenen, so Netter, as he's better known uh, as an Imperial player, and then Actor Khan. You know, online event. So of course Actor was playing. Um there's a few other ones that didn't like you know. didn't quite squeeze it as well. Tommy yeah. Adams and uh Darren
3: Granger for that matter.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so Darren, Darren was playing. Um we know that uh Tim Tim was playing, producer Tim took the Torco Muck four Mike for a four and two run out as well. Not bad. Nobby. You know, so running down. It there was
1: sad because you know... this is the first one he didn't make cut at.
0: Oh, hang on. Charlie <laughs> Clody, Timo Rabe,
3: Enno, which we hadn't mentioned made top sixteen, and Meng Ting team. Also as TMT who's never made cut, but was on the Singapore XTC team.
0: So, good players. Good players. So, yeah, it was a good run. Uh, What did you take, Connor?
3: I Look, uh, I'll defend it very quickly. I (laughs) took (laughs) Xan'o, and the defense is dead easy. I wanted to play a different faction every time, and I did. So I played Empire and made top 16, then I played FO and made top 16, and then I literally had no time. So I picked up the first list I knew I could play.
0: Okay. So go at what one nine six? So I just
3: I just went through the taxi seed lists and the last event and worked out everybody's bid and went for one nine four.
0: Okay, cool. And you ended up finishing well, you got knocked out in top eight by I did. who knocked you out?
3: I got knocked out by a lovely Australian guy called Nick Killing, who won. Ah. and okay. it was an exceedingly close game. Okay. So I suppose, you know, we should say well done to Nick. I bet your fan was very unhappy that I didn't beat him because fan would have torn me to shreds. <laughs> did, did fan <laughs> tear you
0: to shreds in Swiss or something? He
3: actually, it was a narrow win, but that required a lot of fortune and a couple of decently called moves to get a narrow loss. He, if, mm-hmm. if he'd learned from those, uh, it would have been an absolute kicking.
0: Okay, so we should talk about Nick's list. I mean, I don't know if we need to. It's a Sarge Ventress in a Lancer. It's Lando Calrissian in a Falcon uh, And it's Bosk in a triple six. So yeah, like the I, I will six say six this. Big base, it's, the, it's the list that Craig Reed I will say this with, for him, but... though. He didn't, he didn't once bump his own
3: ships, bar mm-hmm. once intentionally. I mean, I am aware this is a bit of a click and go list with a hundred interactions, that if you get those right, it's like if you work them out, you're good. He flew it really well, like mm-hmm. really well. Yeah,
2: yeah, he um I played him in round five
3: mm-hmm. and
2: he beat me like a redheaded stepchild. Like it was disgusting. Like I got children niled. Like just just horrible. Um so and you said
0: Jousty, weren't you? I
2: took Jousty because I was I signed up on I think it was Friday evening. I was just like, I've got nothing to do this weekend, why not? Uh and decided that because you talked about it so much, Rich, I was just like, Yeah, let's just try Jousty. So I did. Um did fairly well. Um I only lost uh to Nick and Timo. Mm-hmm. Um I managed to beat Farn just. It was a very, very close game. Um but yeah, so like three of the like half the people that I played were in the cup. Um but yeah, Nick absolutely spanked me. because um, he he flies it and you can see this in the the final, um, he can fly it a little bit more spread out. Whereas traditionally, when I've seen it, it's been kind of clumped together.
3: Yeah, yeah. Against me, he did the traditional standard five forward opening, three, three hard in, and then he he spread everybody very nicely out. In the final, he changed his opening completely. Yeah. So it was a two turn later engage, and his engage was really good. Uh, yeah, in the, yeah. In the match before that, he had a different opening again. And the opening was correct. I mean, the guy's clearly good. Are these yeah. uh, are these games streamed? Were two, of these streamed them are, or... two of them are. Mine isn't, but the okay. other two are.
0: So they will eventually turn up on YouTube, on Gold Squadron YouTube. So Yeah, I, I, I suggest watching
3: look. his semi-final game against Dash, because it was a bit of a masterclass.
0: What's that you said? Somebody was using Dash in top four.
3: Yeah. Somebody was using Dash top four, and oh, I'm not going to say it was an auto-loss for him, because he fought really hard back, but... Is is countrymen called him horrifically well? Yeah. yeah, like Nick.
2: Nick, like surprisingly, because I was chatting to him um, just during round five. Because um, I think it was like one or two a.m. for him. Because he's from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. He's only been uh, playing. He's only been playing like six months.
3: Excuse me, I'm the only one who's allowed to pull <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, you there's, the there's your well. first, well, first wookie noise.
0: There's your first wookie noise. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, so so hang on. So right, let's just let's just go back and have a little bit of a chat about this this Bosco Assage size list. Because yeah. okay, first thing to say is that we're due a points change imminently in the next week or two, um mm-hmm. and it is likely that there will be changes made to things like ZAM crew and Good. to ZAM pilot and to false transponder codes. Um, so it in its current format will not still work um, or you'll have to make some sacrifices somewhere. Um, I think if you take Jabba off it, it's still pretty effective, but it does then develop weaknesses to people who can get multiple locks and stuff like that. FTC is FTC's gonna double. Yeah. So, well, we can talk about points and hot takes and stuff in in a little bit. Um, I think something to say about that. So we can talk about that. Um, Yeah. Um, So I think one thing I do just want to touch on about this list is that, as you've said there, some players play it very well, very differently. They don't bump it. They don't try and fortress it. Everything moves. Um, You know, they you know, they engage you well and they make you regret your life choices with wherever you put your ships. They just evaporate and that's perfect. Oops
1: on you, I already regret mine. <laughs> similarly,
0: <laughs> similarly, as with um, Dengartel back towards the end of version one and with Triple Jump Masters and with Dash Miranda and with Nim Miranda, you will see just as many people using this on the three and three and two and four tables. Who don't know how to use it and who can't remember the interactions and who make bad choices yeah there's it, an is, awful lot of that yeah if you don't and, and recall like,
3: how things work together you will literally yeah. just make the wrong combat it was like
0: the um the 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 ghost fen list at the very end of version one you know the, the degenerate thing that no. yeah. know, lo- loads of people used and you know there were just as many of those on the one and five tables as there were on the six and oh tables and it was because it wasn't as autopilot as people thought it was. You did still have to make correct decisions. It was just more forgiving. but if you put it in the hands of a really good player, they did much better with it than if you put it in the hands of a of a journeyman or a below average player so um yeah it, but you know all that said, points are going to change in a few weeks, and it's not going to fit anymore so um,
3: I, I think breaking the back of this list is something they're going to have to do, but it's not going to be easily achieved.
0: well it's I the mean, problem they don't
3: Scott want to thought. break they don't want to break basque. Um, Assage is properly costed based on the rest of the ships that are surrounding it, so they're going to have to break the. And Lando is Lando is just the third piece in that list, so they're going to have to break all the upgrades. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is,
2: I think the upgrades are where where it's at. And I don't, to be honest, I I think the points will already be set at what they're going with, um, roughly now. If we are expecting it on Thursday, um, although who knows if they they could just have pulled something out of their backsides that. Uh, the FFG handed over to them um, before they uh, before they all got fired, um, but effectively, yeah, it's it's the upgrades. That's where the the the, the tweaks going to come. False transponder codes is probably going to change. Zam crew card is going to change. Um, I, I doubt Jabba will change no, I
0: Can't see much else in the list changing. I think it's those two upgrades. Yeah, um, and that'll mean that you have to make a choice. And maybe then ultimately... an extra
2: point on Cutthroat. I but, don't know. Another I one I think thing is
0: Greedo only has one home as well.
2: Yeah, Gre- Greedo again only has... Well, he can on Dengar it, too. He can go on
3: Dengar, yeah.
1: Mm, yeah
2: Occasionally Han. Nobody's flat yeah, yeah, here. here. still
1: good though without Zam. Like, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's yeah. not
0: what makes the list. So. Yeah, it's it's an extra it's an extra shot on one of your ships every yeah, third yeah. turn, roughly. Well, you know, it's not just that it's
2: do the uh, interaction with the you should thank me later to get the target lock with false transponder codes. That's where Zam yeah. is incredibly useful uh, yeah. on Bosk because it gives you that action economy. Yeah, like even even at, even at four points. You just leave it on that side, it, regardless of having an extra shot. If you had a card that said every time you get shot, you can acquire a lock on the person that shoots you, you'd take it at four points.
0: Yeah, and Magda <laughs> Yarrow's eight points, and she requires you to take damage and yeah. doesn't challenge.
3: Well, yeah, well. I'm sure you guys, you guys have already had this conversation on the uh, podcast I've listened to.
2: I haven't because I, 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 I only. Aaron doesn't the listen.
3: I, I, I 100% listen, would not. On. Take that for four points. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I almost everyone that thing that does that has another sub ability. But if it was yeah. a situation of take a target lock and or a calculate etc., maybe. But it, it, the ability is the fact that on the big nasty hitters, you can roll eight dice in one turn, double modified.
0: Yeah. So the list kills a T seventy in one turn, and that's crazy because T seventies don't die in one turn. And you know, well, it, I
3: killed a T seventy in one best. turn this event in the top sixteen. Yeah, it's, um, it's bit, it's, so it can
0: it's, happen. It's freaky, weird when it happens. Like it shouldn't happen, but that list does it with regularity. So, um, anyway, um, to skip off the the concept of that, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. Um, I just do want to touch on um, fans' list because I think it's something that we've not seen a lot of. We've seen a few players do <sighs> decently. So, um, Don Williams, who's a friend of uh, friend of the Tom Tons and friend of the Sith Takers, um, did okay. in the last one with caught second rich. <laughs> That's what I mean. You know, he did okay. a
3: bit better than a se- bit better than he did. Okay. He did
0: amazingly, but not amazingly enough to win, but he did very well. I think second's pretty um, good. So fan used, uh, three HMPs and also Grievous, I'm going to say. Grievous, yep. yep. half naked um, Grievous. Yeah. So Grievous with, um, some upgrades or whatever. It's fine. Um, he didn't have the, tr-
3: he didn't have the crit for ring one, but he did have the extra hole.
2: Yeah. He had so, all of them and treacherous and, think something else? Maybe not.
0: Yeah, so uh, Grievous is a good ship. Liam's been on before, he's talked about it. About how oh yeah, Grievous good, is Gerotek great. And, you know, not only is he Kraken. thematic as all get out with his, if I'm running away, or you're running away, then I'm better, um, which the, is amazing.
3: The genius um, of this list is quite straightforward. He had Kraken on Grievous, which means Kraken never left the board, unless he'd lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because unlike sticking it on a back backtoid, who will ultimately be targeted?
0: Yeah. Grievous hung at the back and played the ace. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, his list was three HMPs uh, one with Diamond Bore and Missiles and Probe Droids, and two with Sync Laser Cannons, and then Grievous with Solus One, Kraken, and Treacherous. And it's 198 points, and he's got three ships that are side slipping and doing weird stuff, and a ship that's incredibly difficult to kill uh, with rerolls and tokens. So, yeah. Uh, and it's we all bit... know that Fan's are an exceptional player.
3: Well, That's it's a well. bit less unpleasant than your standard four-hump list. This one actually required a certain amount of thought. He had to run a blocker, two fighters, and an ace, as opposed to just putting four damn ships in the corner. Yeah.
0: And, so, uh, a little credit was... in that regard. Yeah, not quite Roombaing. It uh, makes me sad. It makes me happy that you know they do look like Roombas, though. Um, and then the, just to touch on that... look dash, amazing, though. Oh, they do. They look beautiful. They're like
1: them. one of the nicest ships I've seen and put
0: out recently. Yeah. Oh, I mean they're amazing looking. No, I'm um, not. Dash list. I mean, Dash, Bistan, Perceptive Copilot, False Transponder, Code, hundred and nine points. That's a chonky ship. Um, but Super then, greedy dash list. Yeah, but then Janors yep. with Jin Urso and Moldy Crow, so Dash can be getting those evade tokens if he needs them. Um, and then oh, AP five, just a little, a little shoe, just filling it in there. Coordinating through stress tokens, dash diving over the top of things with trick shot. It, did you just harness oh.
2: your inner Bob D? Then it oh, sounds six, like you got overjoyed.
0: Six double, yeah, six double modded dice. Six That's double modded dice. Exactly once what he was doing. Sing, Six single modded dice. Once with dash. The whole Basically. plan of it was
3: quite straightforward. Blow the FTC, take the lock. You've already given yourself the double um, focus with the AP five, and then Janor is just giving you additional dice. Yep. And you're target locking, focusing, six dicing something, anything is taking a minimum of three. Yep. And then you shoot something, and then you're shooting something else.
0: Yeah, double tapping. Oh, it's I mean, it's good. Um and you can see why it's done well because if you fly this kind of thing well then it just takes stuff off the board and people chase around it and before they've realised that they have to think about how to engage this dash they've lost the game. I don't actually know how this is done well.
3: He has no support ships he's got two batteries. Well Jan Orr's is a three dice front gun. That's correct but she's also hiding at the back of dash every game he played on stream. Yeah, Not really engaging. Yeah but dash can just you know He relied heavily on dash and in fact, he lost the semi-final because his opponent ignored Dash and killed Jan at AV five.
0: But Dash is well—that I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Dash is Dash is hitting as hard as four ships.
3: Yeah, that is fair. That's fair.
0: You know, he's he's hitting as hard as four ships. That that one ship. So you know, it's fine. And if you know, and if you need to turn Janors in to go for an initiative kill on something with your three dice gone, then you can do that. And AP five, as we all know, is just there because he's a hard counter for Sun TFL. So he's also the best ship in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Can coordinate through stress. Should see more of him. Um so yeah, I just wanted to touch on that list because I thought it was pretty cool. Um and then just to round out the top four, um, we had Attila, Bodnar, Subchak, aka Totem. stop,
3: um, stop before you pull him out. Do you remember does does anyone here know what position Totem have finished in the uh, day one?
0: Um I, it, I don't I've... He
3: finished 18th. 18th. Yeah. He yeah. got a double drop into the top 16. Well, Timo he couldn't
2: said, play because he... Timo,
3: tra- uh, Timo tried to get... Timo said, if anybody will give me their prizes, I'll drop. <laughs> I'll let you in. And <laughs> exactly, then yeah. nobody went, no. And he went Well, I've got to drop anyway. And yeah, then- he, he had a, a
2: work meeting that was dropped on him. So he was like, yeah, I can't actually make the... He the told me this day, after he beat me. I was like, great, thanks.
3: Charlie quit went, you know what? I... Frankly, couldn't be arsed because <laughs> he's, he's from South Africa, so it's very far away. It was like a.m. It's like 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. start for well, him, oh, but he's like, Yeah, uh, couldn't be
0: arsed. Didn't want so... to fly his joystick variant again. Yeah, so uh, Hexile
3: got its fourth player into the top 16 and then he made top four.
0: Nice, so well done to <laughs> Totem. Um, just to touch on what he was flying, um, he was using separatists, uh, he had a droid Tri Fighter. Uh, would you believe in his list? Yeah, um, his list is class. So, we had two Ocean prototypes, HMP droid gunships. So, um, two Rimbus with Discord missiles and laser cannons and Title, uh, a Tri Fighter with fire control system, and a Sith infiltrator with Intimidation, uh, flown by 0 six Order 66, Sith infiltrator, Intimidation, General Grievous, probe droids, and scimitar. Look what he's so, packing.
3: Look what it's packing.
0: Yeah,
3: intimidation yeah. on an infiltrator.
0: Yeah, I mean anyway, the play so, was dead
3: yeah. easy. He's going straight for you. Yeah, I love it. I actually love this list. I'm really proud, of it, to be honest, because it's so random, but it's so well I... done.
0: I don't understand it, so it would beat me because I would have to play like four games against it before I figured out just why it was good or why what it did. And, cause, but that's because I know 066 does stuff and Grievous does stuff and Scimitar does stuff and I don't understand what the stuff is that they do. The whole list so... is just it's to it's, it's basically a scum list
3: in Separatists. Yeah. The whole thing decided to mess with you. It's nice. And then when you get really close into the fight and you're dealing with intimidation and Timidish, you get Discord Missile. Filthy. Which deals with pretty much every good list in the format.
0: I mean, I feel like I should, and I don't know if people who actually play Separatists are in the same boat as me, but I feel like I should actually go and learn what a lot of the Separatist jank it does, because in most games, I just go, "Ah, I'll, I'll believe you when it happens to me, because it's too complicated. You've got cards that have got cards aside the other cards to help to explain what the cards do, so, you know, just you you just tell me what happens and I'll 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 accept it. It's fine. Um, and maybe I should uh, maybe I should actually figure out what stuff does.
1: Maybe that's why you're so bad at rules.
0: Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> that, like if I've experienced something. Like I'm a I'm a learn by doing person. So like you know the three learning types. I'm a I'm a very much a learn by doing and um, not a learn by reading. And uh, that's probably going to always just leave me crippled um in terms of trying to figure out what people's lists do um in the in the short five minutes before uh games where i just like read their list and go right cool yep and then like after the second engage i forget them. that they've got bombs or whatever i'm like yeah in my head i'll be like oh don't forget the bombs and then I just forget about them it's fine okay it's turn behind them it's grand just eat them all um, yeah.
2: In one of his stream games, it's really good to see him use the... It doesn't happen very often, but people forget that you can jam from the probe droids as well. Yeah. And so because you've got scimitar title, you can jam, but you can effectively jam measuring range from the annoying little droids nice. wherever you are on the board. So it's like 066 was just floating around the other side of the table and uh, jamming stuff.
0: Gotta love that. I love that. <laughs> no, and no, and he
2: was running that. away from uh, an A Wing who can obviously do two damage a turn. And he was on two hull. But because he had Grievous fully charged, again, that A Wing can't kill him.
0: Yeah. I can't even remember what Grievous does. You see, this is.
2: cancel a hit or a crit <laughs> after the neutralise step. Or something oh, yeah. like
0: that. I, so, I have yeah. a child claiming help. Love <laughs> um, So, okay. Well, we're done talking about Tatooine anyway. So uh, once again, congratulations uh, to the winner. I've just shot the tab. So uh, I'll just reopen again. Nick. Well done, Nick. I was like, just shot the tab. It's fine. Oh, I'm going to congratulate him. Nick Culling, well done. Uh, Thank you, Darren.
1: I've shot the tab. You no longer exist to me. (laughs) Goodbye.
0: (laughs) Next. Um, all right. So um in Milan this weekend there was another event. It was an in-person event, um, which was really cool to see. Um PFO and Starfighters Italia and a whole bunch of the other guys have basically just been like, Well, we've had a load of our stuff been cancelled recently, so we're gonna run this thing. It was uh, was it everything Star Wars or was it multiple different game systems? I think it was multiple um,
2: different game systems because they I know they had Legion, but I think they also had like Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. and um, I don't know whether they had any Warhammer or not. They had but,
0: Armada. Yeah, they had Armada. They had Marvel Crisis Protocol. They had Legion. They had X-Wing, at the very least. Uh, so at the very least, it was all the FFG AMG kind of minis that were going on there. So um, so there was... Uh, we, we just have to have a moment here for a French player who did what can only be described as a, the best level Dan Slobodian. that has ever been achieved Um, because he was playing with Django Sunfak and he got to the semi-final and he won the semi-final and he made the final and then he dropped to go for his flight back to Paris because he wasn't expecting to get that far. (laughs) So he didn't just drop after he made cut, he dropped after he made top table. Now, I did. Un- I do understand that what happened was he knew he was going to have to drop if he won, so he said to the judges, "I'm going to play this game, but I'll drop if I win," which means that my opponent is going to go through. But he never told his opponent, so they played the competitive game, which he won, mm-hmm. and then he did drop, and his opponent got to go into the final. Um, but yeah, he um, yeah he, he he full on like is that is that better than Dan? Do, Dropping
2: do we Haber
0: know six or nationals to buy? Do a we car? know?
2: Do we know who won though? Was it the guy who got paired up, effectively, that made it to the...
0: I don't know if it was the person who shouldn't have, but did, if you know what I mean. It would be amazing. Yeah, it would. I don't think so. Um, No, no, he didn't. Um, So the winner was uh, Giacomo Pasquini. Apologies. He uh, looks flying, like he's a.
3: He looks like he's ten.
0: <laughs> Who's flying Django Zam? Um, at one nine four. So, what's becoming this the standard build out? Take the hull upgrades off. And,
3: Welcome to the race to the bottom, boys. Um, that it can't go down. much
0: further down than one nine four. But, but my so.
3: my my next playing of this is currently at one nine two.
0: Yeah, you can get to one eight nine without it losing. It's key components, but it's weaker into the field because it loses some good stuff. I am uh, never it, playing false
3: transporter play. codes again.
1: Fair enough. I had anywhere.
3: 16 of them blown today with or, or, or the weekend with exactly one use out of them. I mean, that's not our fault, is it? Well, no, Rich, it's clearly not your fault, mate. It's just just, <laughs> just, just
0: fly better. It's fine don't think, I think it was better. Everybody was kidding out for it. <laughs> yeah, no. It, pe- people are teching against false transponder codes right You know, right, right, the way through to E-wings, you know. Um, but um, it's worth pointing out that Italy loves Empire, by the way. Um, it's definitely worth pointing that out. It's worth pointing out that um, Alessandro Zaramella, um, who was on the uh, the cast last week, um, he came sixth with a Nashwind Rider Sabre Squadron uh, swarm with um fifth brother with passives uh, and homie missiles so um it's a decent um imperial squad um oh hang on a minute and that was the squad that actually won it won the final against django zam sorry django zam didn't win so um the the tabletop to seems to be a bit borked um (laughs) so uh, i'm not quite sure who the winner was Mattia molinero possibly I think he was flying. So it is worth something to point out. In the Swiss rounds, there was a period when the top three lists were all triple Republic Aces. Um, so uh, Cormac Higgins went over. He ended up in the top eight. Um, he was flying triple Republic Aces. There was somebody flying like Obiani and Yoda, all in the ETA 2s. Um, so you Dale know, was flying a similar list, weren't he? Oh, Dale, Dale was flying um, D- Dengar and Fenn and something.
2: Um, sorry, Cormac actually made it somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cormac made it all the way to Milan. And he <laughs> got the uh, the captain of the Croatian XTC team, Maca, who's also been on the podcast, got him horribly drunk. The Cormac, uh, <laughs> no, Maca went out drinking with the Irish lads. So a whole bunch of the Tontons went. So Daryl and Gary, Simon, and then um, Cormac went as well from uh, 186. But uh, he's back in Ireland now, maybe, or back in London. I don't know. Anyway, um, but they, uh, yeah, they went out. On the beers the night before, and uh, yeah, matcha. I mean, he made cut and everything didn't match because you know he's a good player, but um, he was on like two hours sleep because he was in a hostel and there was a snorer in the room, and uh, he clearly, <laughs> like, clearly did not drink enough. Crawled back into bed at two in the morning, having been ruined by um, what what co- what Connor has comfortably described as lightweight, but that's lightweight in an in an Irish sense. Not lightweight in a global Yeah, sense. I'm a lady. Yeah, I think I think we left um, them crawling the <laughs> deck of, Oh, another wiki. sorry. Are crawling with their teeth. Yeah. So That's um flaming heck. I'm sorry, Tim. There were a lot of there were a lot of aces about um in it and but still a lot of like swarming lists and stuff. So I think you know, the meta is crystallising around those swarm lists and how people play against them just changes depending on the local preferences. And in Italy it comes down to aces. So yeah, yeah, I find nice the Spanish
3: some are really good for the list. So.
0: There are, there are, Ben. Yeah, um, so on on both points, yes, um, the Spanish have a, an, an interesting approach to the meta. They just don't play in anybody else's ballpark. And I think it's because they don't listen to the English language podcasts. So they just mm-hmm. do their own thing. They're not influenced by people saying, oh, this is amazing, that's amazing, whatever. Um, but yeah, there's been some... Um, there were some good lists and it's worth looking it up it's called the europa cup 2021 um on tabletop simulator and it's worth having a look through the lists because we're not going to run through them all um because that will get very boring very quickly um but yeah there are some uh very very interesting things that have just kind of jumped out i mean i want to touch a little bit on the django sunfak list the kind of mid top table it's, I, it's It's two i6s and I know Liam flew it at board in brum because he was like I've got two big focus tokens I'm going to use them um, so I, <laughs> I need a chip list I want someone to explain and, this list to me I really do okay so Sunfak 71 points it comes with Ensnare and Treacherous so Ensnare is the 18 or 21 point talent something 24. like that 24 point talent on i6s right um, and then Treacherous is the one where if the hmm. shot into you is obstructed, you can give the person that's obstructing a strain or something. Uh,
3: a strain and to remove a hit or a crit from his successful. Yeah,
0: to remove it. So, so basically, Sunfak, hard to kill. Um, and then Django Fett, and we know what Django does. This one's got Lone Wolf, Count Dooku, Prox Mines, Shield Upgrade, Slave 1, and Suppressive Gunner. So, Suppressive Gunner is the one where if he shoots you, you then have to take a strain or remove a focus token. Um, I don't remember. Look now. Anyway. I'm going
3: to have a look now. Um,
0: but basically, it's two I6 ships. Um, it's got the Slave one that allows you to push crits if you're shooting out your rear arc. Or, if sorry, if you're behind somebody, do apologise. Um... It's got rerolls and Sunfax. well, the Nantex's ability, because um, Sunfax at I6. Hang on, Suppressive
3: can... Gunner is Republic only? No, it isn't. Is it not? No. So,
2: Suppressive Gunner is why you perform an attack, you may spend one focus result. If you do, the defender gains one deplete token unless it chooses to suffer one damage.
3: Is it a crew okay. slot? Sorry? Is it a crew slot? It's a gunner it's a slot. Gunner. <laughs> on Django?
2: Slave one title.
3: Oh, the title gives you
2: a
0: Gunner. Catch gotcha, up, Princess. Sorry. Sorry, here he is. He's back in the room. Has so... he got? Um,
2: did you say he's got? Um, what crew was on there? Sorry, Duku. Duku. Okay, so take a focus action and then. Oh no, you spend a focus result. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So you can turn. Uh... Well, you do things with their dice with Django, not with your own. Um, but, I mean, basically, it's two I6s. Um, you've got Dooku, who's basically cheating, and then you've got Sunfak, who's basically cheating. Um,
1: Django's and... pretty uh, disruptive as well if his ability yeah. goes off. Because you know, it's, like, can... it's it's just stopping anything coming through. Because Dematically... it, clears,
0: it clears focuses down to, down to blanks, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, so yeah. thematically,
2: yeah. there are two really good things that I love in... Um, second edition one is that droids uh, when they're ioned, can't calculate because ion works great mm-hmm. against droids as we know from the lore and the other yeah. one is Django's ability specifically against force users because he hunted Jedi and that as an ability hurts Jedi quite a lot yeah, they normally change their eyeballs with the force, and he's. You, you've got to
0: add Grievous to that list. You can make it a list of three, probably the the good things from the prequels. Um, but yeah, and then Sunfak. I was just going to say, at I six, um, he's got the nantex ability of after you um execute, not fully execute, just execute. So it works if you bump. Um, he can tractor himself, rotate his arc to make sure that he gets a shot. Um and then he puts three or four dice into you. And within Snare, he's tractoring you so that you're losing an agility as well. So he can crash into you and still pump damage into you. Um, and he's
2: bumping up his dice with, uh, when you're
0: tractored. Yeah. So, yeah, he's pretty... Um, All you ingenious people,
3: explain it. to me what that does against any ship bigger than a small base.
2: Well, Sunfak has the ability to always get Bullseye it's got a big enough bid to be able to kind of position itself. Like Sunfak, you just fly it into things and then arc dodge because you then barrel all out of arc. Um, yeah.
3: Okay, but it's 71 points for this four-hole? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I mean it it needs to be flown well. It needs to be flown in a very, very good um, two-ship style, you know, because you constantly need to be focusing them on the same target with decent shots, but without um, busting Django's lone wolf so he doesn't lose his rerolls. rolls um, So
3: bait and switch, opposite ends but close enough to fire into the same target. Yeah. I and mean, um, the it's opponent does not find a way to get two shots in a row into Sunfac.
0: It, but if, you're f- yeah, if you're playing against somebody who knows what they're doing with the Nantex and who knows what they're doing with Sunfac, then you basically can't shoot him. Because um, on the turn where you think you're going to get in and block him, if you miss the block, or even if you get the block, he can tractor himself back off it, then hand you the the tractor token with ensnare and then dump you on a rock so you can't shoot him anyway.
3: I, I would or- like to put a small bet down, but any one of you may take this list. I will take a different list and I will hammer it to the floor.
0: I'll I'll let Liam take you up on that because he's actually used. I it
3: think before. that's a perfectly fair. Uh, Liam will have no issue with that either. Excellent player, Britain. I just want to smear sun, sun fact on the windscreen and prove that this is not a thing.
0: You can you can come back another day once you've been firmly happily happily, happily humbled. Hands. If that happens, more <laughs> than happily on my knees. <laughs> All right. So we will not talk about that too much more. Um, but uh, we've got, um, and we did talk about the Sabre Squadron with Nash. There were a few of those around. Interestingly, seven Delta, seven uh, Delta, four Delta, seven Ether Sprites. <laughs> I put my teeth back in. Um, popped up a couple of times. And yeah, as, a, as I mentioned before, a whole bunch of Republic aces around the place as well. So
2: um, I mean, that's the other thing. Sunfak and Django is an interesting meta call with the Italians love of, Aces, aces,
3: yeah. Okay, i give you that. It's an ace killer. It's a 100% an ace killer. Yeah. No question. It is an ace destroyer. I mean, the things it would do to Kylo Ren are actually probably not allowed to be said like getting wookieed.
1: Yeah, it doesn't that's... usually
0: stop you. It, <laughs> I'm, I'm, is... I'm being really good. I've already done two, bad. No, you haven't. You failed. failed. It, is, it is true. It, it is true. <laughs> However, the other, the other archetype that is big in this list, if you look down it, is beefy, beef, beef. There is a lot of resistance beef. There is a lot of um, rebel beef. There's a lot of like four X two Zs. Um, there's various iterations of joisty, There's loads of Imperial Jousting lists. That Nash Sabre Squadron Fifth Brother list is is all over the place. It's it's multiples. There's a guy who flew flew four Y wings to a good finish. Uh, not four Y wings. Four U wings. Do apologise to a good finish. Um, Was it Luke Townsend? You know... <laughs> I mean, nobody has any fun when there's four Y Wings in one table because he's spinning a spot and Yeah. But <laughs> um Roger Bassinger, I think he's just the Swiss guy who did well with them like two years ago or something. Um, still going with them. But yeah, I mean there was a a, a wide variety of lists here. Um including a guy who was found Darth Vader and Echo in a de- Darth and a Defender. Um, you know, there's a, a whole bunch of stuff. Um and that Django Sun back has gone to the top and I have Seen a few people chatting on the internet who've just said, Django Sunfak is incredible fun for the person using it, and it is not fun for the person playing against it."
3: Um, I'm guessing that they were playing aces, and I completely understand that must be awful. I don't know. I don't but know. But they're, I mean, they're—I so, mean—they're They are completely kitted out for one-on-one combat to a horrible extent.
2: Yeah. I mean, in um, fact, um at Worlds 2019, I played against the Thai Swarm with Sunfak, Chertek, and Grievous. And I lost Chertek and Grievous in the opening in game, for a couple of hull on a Tie Fighter, and Siena spending the the charge. The uh, no, not uh, Delmic. Whichever one it is that lets you spend a charge to wipe damage. Anyway, as it was, Sunfak then absolutely destroyed this Tie Swarm. Like he can be so oppressive. But that the Tie
3: Swarm should have floated itself to the other end of the table and reformed. Yeah, and not chased on fact, which is what I'm guessing yeah. they
2: did. Absolutely should have done. But not everybody thinks of that at the time.
3: But that doesn't that doesn't support the list. If you're ahead and you chase into the position to give your opponent the chance to come back, you're wrong.
0: This is this is, this is head seven. What we need to do is go and put it on the table because let's be honest, you will be able to fly this list next week once the points change. And that's a uh, so right. it might not have as big of a bid, but uh, it'll still be there. So um we can have a go. And on that note We'll talk about the mini Stravaganza, which AMG have announced. Oh, I should just say like one more time, maybe get the name right. Mattia Molinero. We think you won. Well done. If you did. Um <laughs> I can look this up if you want. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I'm looking it up and uh, I'm looking at TTTO at the minute and it's not been updated. It's, it's a bit weird. So Oh um, yeah, they 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 screwed up, they they screwed up first and second yeah. place and that. So uh, so, yeah, well done to that, and well done to everybody who who went and played and, and who had a great time and who, you know, nearly destroyed each other in the pub the night before and the night oh. after. Um, sounded like it was an amazing time, and I am hoping to be able to do that at some point soon. Um, so, mini-stravaganza, Atomic Mass Games have going over the... 9th and 10th, I think, of September. Um, a big list of events, activities, uh, and so on. Uh, they've got a schedule that they've published um, on the website. And on that schedule is written, uh, Star Wars X-Wing, this is the way. Uh, so there's a hint. Uh, at 4 p.m. PDT, which is 11 o'clock GMT, so 11 p.m. UK time. Um, Join the dev team as they chat, uh, as they chart what lies ahead for Star Wars X Wing, including updates on points (gasps) and a look at what you'll be flying in the future. Now, that came on a tweet, and the tweet also had you'll never guess what the Razor Crest. The Razor Crest. It has been officially spoiled. There's a picture of it now and everything. We know it's coming. So, what are we going for?
3: Medium base
0: scum two dice gun? Uh, medium base, definitely. Who knows what it's going to be? But guess what? Here's the most important thing about the Razor Crest. It, comes with grogu. it is going to make it. Well, yes, it comes with Grogu. So I'm going to be buying it and putting the Grogu card. We're in my all collection. going to be buying it. This is the most important thing about it everybody is going to buy this it is going to be an enormous seller it is not going to just be bought by people who play x-wing it is going to be the thing that is on the shelf in the geek store and people who don't play x-wing but who like the mandalorian will go in and go oh that's the razor crest and they'll buy it because it'll be 20 quid and they'll put it on their nerd shelf alongside all of their other random crap that they've bought from traveling man or wherever they go to um, to buy their stuff and that is for me really important because it is going to show AMG, the power of the Star Wars IP, and that if they produce spaceships that are popular, then they sell in the cartload. What I hope is that they actually get enough ships, yeah, but they make to enough meet the, to, to meet the demand, and that they actually ship enough ships to meet the demand, because people are still nine months later waiting for ETA2s and V wings and lats and uh, yes, yes, rebel no boxes, problems. rebel boxes and imperial boxes and scum boxes and all these things. people are still waiting to get them, um, so yeah, it's um I'm quite excited by it. so we did hear some rumors about Grogu. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about the rumours we heard about Grogu, um, but they're very, very unofficial because none of us are playtesters and our links to playtesting are minimal, um, like third, fourth kind of generation of whispers by of Chinese whispers. Speak for yourself. Oh, is this one where (laughs) where
2: Grogu only regens a force when you get attacked?
0: Yeah, so yeah. I, I heard that Grogu is gonna have like two force charges, but they he loses one at the end of every turn, but he recharges one every time he's shot because he gets sleepy and he falls asleep so he can't use his force power, but when he gets shot at he wakes up and he can use his force. Um but then he falls asleep <laughs> again. Which I think is pretty cute. It's um,
3: definitely cute, but it's a conditionable play that <laughs> I would not want to actually put on the table. You no,
0: know, I mean, you know, shoot it at me. What? It, it, if you shoot at me, I get better. Sorry, Ben, go ahead.
1: It depends what it does, though. If it's just spend a force like normal, I can't see it being that great.
3: No, uh, I, I don't love that.
1: i go on, Tim.
2: I was, I was muted from OBS, um Yeah, I was going to say, also, it comes down to price. Like, if he's a super cheap force user that yeah. will occasionally generate force, then he could be a bargain. So You stick uh, him on Mosque. Yeah. You stick him on Dengar.
0: Yeah. You we're talking how super cheap are we talking <laughs> you, know? you know what would be really coo- what would be really cool though if he was um, you know Dingerin must be included in the squad like the same way that Maul and Ezra can fly together um, and that uh, BT-1 and Triple Zero can be in uh, with Empire with Darth Vader like that it is just like yeah this is a really cool cheap force user and the only place you can put him is on a ship that's been flown by the Mandalorian um, or Luke skywalker that would be cool. <gasps> Spoilers, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, if you've not watched it by now, I don't care. Um, but yeah, I mean, it—it's it, official now. It's coming out. We don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, medium base, some kind of gun out the front, two or three, probably a crew slot, some kind of freighter. It'll have a stop because he does that in the in the show at some point. Um, yeah, and kind
1: I of hope they do what you suggested a while back and split scum in half, yeah. Like like the Mandalorians and stuff, just because the faction's massive.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. It's it's not just it's trying to be everything as well. Yeah, it's it's got everything. I mean, if you look at the breakdown of percentages, it's it's a quarter of the field is no scum.
0: Yeah, yeah. That I think Ben, you were just going to say it's hard to balance, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because it's just so much stuff and. We miss things and then suddenly we're like, oh, actually this interaction happens. It's really good now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I think scum has never really gone away. Other stuff kind of rises no. up and beats Ooh. down the current scum bad guy, but then scum, you know, floats back up and people like, you know, Nick God and um Actor and you know, you got all this stuff just like pops up that people who are good players and good list architects actually come together and you know, the interactions you know, appear like, um, oh, the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 no Tirani. one ever saw Tirani come in. Oh, oh, no one saw it coming. Oh, Tirani yeah. Tur- with wrecked and cluster missiles. Uh, so the droid that allows you to shoot your own ships and cluster missiles and, um, oh, God it. Is it? yeah. And then you, yeah. And that, uh, no, it's you, you basically you lock somebody, you cluster missile them, your munitions fail, safe it, you get your charge back, and you you shoot the the Zam carrier. So um Nick Um God was using it against um I think he had it on his uh, Torkoal. Oh, so he boy, had Nick. Zam on Torkoal. Yeah, and yeah, and he was um basically when Torkoal flew into combat, because you want to kill Torkoal first in that in, in his list. Um, he was rolling in with three focuses, and also, um, if you shoot me, I'm gonna get I've got a fully charged Sam, so I'm shooting you back. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was pretty disgusting. (laughs) I I have to say, I was thought scum
3: for that exact reason, was a very high skill cap list. Oh, I mean, because it's a painful amount of reading. There's also, Uh, I used to play
1: Baba. Boba wasn't a
3: painful... Sh- Boba's just like the fire sprays. The fire sprays are not separatist. They just happen to be separatist. They'd be <laughs> just as comfortable anywhere else. Boba also has scum right on the side, but he's not a scum ship. The,
0: the, the funny thing about this is that it, it just shows that there is so much jank in scum that 90% of the time, if you turn up to an event and in round one or two... You set your ships down and opposite you is some combination of scum ships. It is it is fifty fifty whether you're facing off against a genius and you've no idea what's about to happen to you, or somebody who who's who's seen a non boat and thinks it's a combo and has just put it all together and is gonna go 0 and six, it'd be sad. And you just don't know because those scum interactions are so um so weird. I, I remember seeing um somebody at I think nationals maybe even three years ago one of the guys from the 186 who took some weird um ketsu based tractor thing and everybody looked at him and went, that's bobbins and he was in top 32 before somebody figured out how to beat it and that was somebody who he'd already beaten in swiss so they'd experienced it so um yeah anyway my my firm opinion is two factions Literally anything else and Mandalorians or split I, I
1: really like that. I think that's a cool idea.
0: Well, there's enough Mandalorian ships now, I think, to make yeah, it a yeah, workable yeah. faction of the same size as like First Order, Resistance,
3: Republic. Um, you can start feeding some of the Empire ships into FO would help. Just, yeah, ba-
0: balancing it out a bit, but the scum faction's
3: just too big. Um, but, but if you do the stat breakdown, right, before people are winning it, Separatists have always... Well, in my time, which is not very long, 18 months, Separatists have always had a really good showing because they continue to release really broken stuff for Separatists. But well, Resistance has a tendency to make top 16 and never win. Yes. Revel has a tendency to do yeah. exactly the same. FO usually has one or two lists max that never make it out of the top 16. Yeah, Winning cut, with cut FO conversion. is
0: exceedingly rare. Yeah, cut conversion is something that um, a few of the 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 stat focused people talk about so we've talked a few times about green dragoon and, and his blog x-wing analytica and he talks about cut conversion rates and like volume of lists of a faction versus volume of lists in the cut versus wins and all that kind of stuff and um yeah the um the, the numbers for um resistance and first order at the gsp event for tatooine was like combined 29 lists and one made cut between Resistance and First Order. Yeah, and the Resistance um,
3: list, in fairness, it was, my, it was my first opponent in the top 16. Yeah. Um, and it was the standard, fun. I call it the fun walk list, it probably isn't fun walk list. it's the BB-8 one. But, yeah, the four BB rookies in rows with C-3PO. But it's, it, it, it's just, a, it's a kingmaker. I'm here to break dreams and smash certain lists, but any Ace list that gets behind me rips me to bits.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: They, yeah. they so, need something to back that up. Republic Better. are overdone with aces, and resistance are underdone with aces. But
0: see, resistance have got Poe, who's quite possibly and a million points approaching one of the best ace pieces in the game because of Overdrive Thrusters. Hundred percent true. But... Very expensive and completely alone. Yeah, but he's um. So the thing where well, we. Uh, don't get me on resistance because I will just turn this into another resistance cast. i tell you I'll to shoot up again. Um, but basically, the, the, the list we talked about last week, the dual, uh, the pool with um, like 73 point pull and then three ships, two T70s and a pod, um, it basically it flies very much like jousty, but you're trading a T70 and a pod for a pool. Um, and it gives you a plan B. It gives you an end game. It's not as good at jousting, obviously, because it's got one less ship, um, but it gives you a plan B. And that's the thing with Joysty. It's a really, really, really good list. But if your plan A fails, then you lose the game because you can't plan B it because your highest initi- initiative ship is, a, is an I3 single repositioning. Um, your turnarounds
3: so... leave you exceedingly vulnerable. Here's a question yeah. for you. Just very quick, right? Fun. Poe, kitted to the nines. Actually, Poe Overdrive or Kylo Ren with uh, Extreme Maneuvers? Um, One-on-one. No, just which one is a better all-round ship in any other faction? Pick it up and drop it wherever you like. Which one would Uh, you pick um... up and drop?
0: I mean, I'd take Kylo into resistance at any point because he'd be a Force user that wasn't Rey. A
3: Force user with three greens. (laughs) A double reposition. Yes. And a Daredevil effect. Or Poe, with his massive ability to engage and disengage, but it's two greens, which means if he ever ever gets
0: it wrong, or your opponent gets it right, he blows up. Yeah. So never, never mind. Never mind which one you would have. What you want is both of them in the same faction. So both of them in the same list would be better. Yeah, it would be <laughs> hilarious. Um. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's it, it. Resistance just lacks a couple of things, and it's no. One you've of had its resistance. Time. Okay. So, well, yeah, we'll leave you said
1: this last time. You're not all saying those, it again. All yeah, no, of
0: them do, that. right? Resistance.
3: Every, Everybody knows I'm correct. And Republic and FO all have the same problem. Separatists don't have the problem because every ship they printed for uh, Separatists has been nuts. Yeah. With the exception potentially of Tri Fighter, which is still making vile uh, appearances. But every other ship they've made has been completely insanely good. Yeah. And all the upgrades are nuts. not play it very often. No, but they do if you look at the win rates. People don't we put it on the table because it is a pain in the butt. Um, because you've got to spend money on X, Y, and Z. But have a look at the the win rates oh, yeah. of separatists. Type in the breakdown of where they finish. Except yeah. no, show up and win events.
0: You're right, and mm. there's there's two reasons. One is because um people who are very good at X-wing pick up separatists because they've identified that there's a lot of broken stuff in Separatists and it's a very good faction to play. Um, so you know competitive people are using them. Um, and the second point is, you know, point one, competitive people are using them. Point two. There's an awful lot of undercosted and broken stuff in separatists, um, you know, from Discord missiles and vultures and struts right the way through to, uh, I love know, all the things. and oh, I mean, they're really good. And, you and know, how did and...
3: they come up with HMPs? They're like this game hasn't had enough fortressing in recent years. Let's have a scandal. I mean, come they're
2: on, right. HMPs they're are very right. thematic for how they are in the cartoon.
3: I yeah, don't doubt right. that for a second. They're also based to fly into corners.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you see, I think that genuinely think that the designers um at FFG um had in their head that um people don't don't play like that. People will go across the board and try and shoot each other. Nobody will, you know, fortress in a corner or one hard barrel roll back their entire list repeatedly. Um, no, I, I yeah. just genuinely don't think that'll just
1: stop you one second. Yeah, go on. Uh, Darren's gotta make a move. So I was just gonna give okay. him a chance. have you got any shout outs or anything before you go, Darren? No. I love okay. you. I love bye. you desperately. I, can't I love you to too. You. Bye. Bye. I could look I in your game. Um, I hope it goes now. awful and you lose. Thanks. Do a win.
3: Right. No, oh, you left before
1: I had him. a chance, before I could kick him out.
3: Some <laughs> <laughs> people are just so rude. Cheeky. <laughs> Cheeky boy. You, you wouldn't kick me out. Why would you kick me out? Just because I'm a You love me. I know, me. he's a You know,
1: I love you too much.
3: Oh, stop it! Stop it, you two! <laughs> not even married yet, man. He's still mine. I know. <laughs> I've got um, to be
1: nice because I want to get
3: that bear you owe me out. You. <laughs> I've, I've got, I've got three dolls of your name written on. It's looking right at me. And honestly, so, the picture was bad. The Dolls are not. Right,
0: trust right you, here, trust Babu Frick. They've actually, well, they've we, actually spoiled. Are dying Frick. to
1: talk about this, haven't you?
0: Well, oh, we he's my talk- like oldest friend. We we talk about it before. Yeah um a little bit but it was a it was a french translate it was a translation of a french thing but they've released the card. so he's got three charges he's an illicit so yep we were right resistance or scum so fine he's going to be in scum and um before you would gain a non-lock red or orange token you may spend one charge to place it on this card instead during the system phase if there are one or more tokens on this card you must spend a charge If you can't, you remove those tokens and gain matching tokens instead. So for three charges, basically, you take a red or an orange token, you stick it on the card, and then you've got two turns of leaving a token there in the system phase. Um, So you can delay um, the effect of ion stress, disarm, jam, tractor, um, all of those things uh, for two turns. Uh, which, when you think about the other ship that they've spoiled, Zori Bliss, um, she can uh, allow herself to use her ability by taking red actions without worrying about the stress um, for a couple of turns, or K-turning a couple of turns consecutively before clearing, um, and that kind of stuff. I mean, I think he's good. If he costs more than Contraband Cybernetics, nobody will ever use him. He's got too Um, much text. Yeah.
3: I mean... Sorry, nice idea. What, too much text. What's he going to do? Well, I, I mean... I there's know, too but... much thematic nonsense going on this
0: one. It's Have like, you oh, seen the Zam discover. cards? <laughs> Have you seen the Zam cards? Yeah, <laughs> but... His ability is so complicated it needs three cards to explain it. Tell I me, mean, out of curiosity, who didn't take one look at Zam? Like,
3: literally, who didn't take one look at Zam went, oh, it's broken.
0: <laughs> I took one look at Zam and went. I can't be bothered to read that. Somebody can tell me if it's good or not. Well, it was. I've I found Andres
3: um, Allman to be the best man in the world for is this card nuts or not? <laughs> yeah, because yeah.
0: he was playing Zam by oh no eight seconds after it came out. Yeah, um, it's good. So, um, one of the things that um I've seen a few people pointing out about um the 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 cards that are coming out in this pack is that uh, Babu Frick obviously being scum and resistance only. Will not be available to scum players who don't collect resistance unless they buy into this pack, Um, and it's the same with some of the upgrades in the first order uh, pack as well. There's some force upgrades in there that would be available to light side uh, players who don't collect first order. So, uh, so I'm going to ask you this question: question Is well, FFG said that they were never going to release cards in. It's not
1: FFG though, is it?
0: I know. Well, that that's what I'm that that's where I'm getting to. FFG said they weren't going to release cards in blister packs anymore that meant you had to buy out a faction, which means how long is it going to be until Babby Frick appears in a scum box somewhere Um, and how long is it going to be before those force things appear, or are they going to just release another card pack similar to Hotshots and Aces, or are AMG going to just renege on the thing and get us all irritated so we have to start buying all the ships and going into the second hand market again Can I ask briefly a
3: query? Go on. Do do some of you seriously restrict yourself to factions? Uh Uh-huh
0: why no so ben doesn't because he's got more money than sense. he hasn't got much sense but he's got enough to buy all of his all the spaceships so ben you you collect all seven don't you
1: yeah, yeah. me yeah. too uh,
0: and i did from the start and i don't understand
1: anybody yes. does. i mean i i always have so mm-hmm. for me for me it's financial
0: well. so like i used to collect bits and bobs of everything Um, In first edition, I had bits and bobs of everything apart from, I didn't really have Imperials, but I had Scum First Order, um, to an extent I had some of the First Order stuff. Um, I had a lot of Rebels, um, which included Resistance at that point in time, but I had bits and bobs of everything. Um, When it came to second edition, I had to make a decision about whether it was going to go into all seven factions or whether it was going to limit myself. And I looked at what I had in my collection and I said, "I I can do three. I can sell out of the bits and bobs that I've got in the other two or three factions that I've got bits and bobs of the regret that I have is not sticking with scum and buying that up and getting rid of some other ships. But, um, yeah, it, for me, it's purely financial and I accept, and I acknowledge that that means that I shut off the ability to play, um, very powerful archetypes, um, very strong lists. Well that is, is at least a thing. very
3: reasonable approach, Rich, it because it's entirely true. You cannot compete in the world stage if you if you'd any interest in doing so, if you can't jump into all seven. Yeah. Now if that means borrowing, fine. And that's where TCS has been amazing, right? Because mm-hmm. you get to play loads of those <laughs> you'll never buy. And oh, that's my oh, third one. Nice. Yeah, I've got three in a row. That's,
1: that's my... more than your three. That's,
3: three. that's my three. That's my third.
1: You are well past
3: three. I am no. really trying, I'm sorry. But no. the point is, unless you're, you... Like, you're trying to gives you skills. <laughs> TTS gives you the ability to access everything, right? You can play forward yeah, so MPs, you can play the you can do everything else. Yeah. How do you go back from that whenever we so, end up tabletopping, which we're
0: not doing again. Or we're getting to travel, yeah. it's amazing. So I occasionally play out of faction um, on TTS. And, and that's fine and it's fun, but I don't do it too much in case I end up wanting to spend money that I don't have on ships. Um, so that I can fly them in real life. But I do occasionally look at kind of some busted the stuff and go, I'm going to try it and see what's so nonsense about it. And then I give it a couple of games. I'm like, all right, yeah, it's nonsense. I'm still not going to buy into it. But you're absolutely right. If you want to compete on the world stage, then you have to be willing to buy into all seven factions. And you have to be the person who does the thing where as soon as the points are released for a new box, you look and you say, how many of those things can I put in a 200-point list? And then you buy that many of those things because that way you can buy into five-site Inquisitors, you can buy into seven Fireballs if they end up being broken, you can buy into four ETAs if they end up being broken, you know. And people do that. We know that there are people who do that. I'm not that bad. Yeah, v,
3: I own nine V1s because yeah, but, I couldn't get know. them in time for the event, so I had to order from different places. <laughs> you just ordered a lot. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm obviously going to... I'm obviously going to resell several of the ones I have, yeah. but yeah, because I really wanted them for the STO, I had to buy from a lot of places.
0: Yeah. So like this, this, this thing, you know, we, we know players, I mean, that 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 buy enough of everything to run them as a swarm of just that ship type. So like, you know, um, I remember listening to the 186 mm-hmm. when the mining guild ties came out and, you know, Alex Burt was going, "Uh, please don't talk about the fact that I've just bought nine of these or however many, or eight of these, or how many it was that you could fit in. um." Or, or it was one one of the, I can't remember if it was Alex, if it was one of the other ones, but um, yeah, it was, you know, pe- people do that. Um, and those are people who are willing to, you know, they'll never end up flying that list if they go to something like Worlds, you know, they'll fly triple aces or, you know, ace and gang or something like that. But, um, you know, you, you need to be willing to jump into those lists. Um, and if that means owning eight first order TIE fighters or having access to eight first order TIE fighters, um and this is where a lot of um, teams and squads come in. Because, like, if I wanted to fly triple big base scum, I know, at a at a real-life event, I know that I could ask around in the Sith Takers and people would be willing to give me everything I needed to use that list. So, yes. like, um, like, Tom... At the first Tom never particular. brings any of his own ships no no he turns he turns up with his two arms in one length and then somebody arrives with a hair box full of ships and he wins the event with it and it's very annoying
1: i've I've been to an original with Tom, and he just turned up with no ships, and it wasn't even like a close one. it was quite a way away and just borrowed whatever list someone had spare with them and still made the cut <laughs> i mean yeah. it was, it, was, it wasn't in Miranda, but still it's still a skill
3: yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, the, the man is the man is incredibly good. However,
0: he's, uh, yeah, uh, incredibly good. But we don't need to talk about him too much because he listens and his, his ego is big enough as it is. So,
3: yeah, but he's also a really one...
0: nice guy, which I'm okay with.
3: Like, um... <laughs> I'm okay to talk up the ego if somebody's a really nice guy. <laughs> I know. So, he is an that's... intense professional who really plays the win, who is also a really
0: nice guy. That's the
3: perfect combination.
0: Yeah. Um. So, Mini Stravaganza, are you staying up for it? 11 a.m. p.m. That's like that's the middle of the afternoon for you, isn't it, Connor?
3: Uh, not these days. I'm I'm very much back to night idea working week. In fact, tonight was a stretch. To be honest, I I did a couple of applications at the early parts of this conversation.
0: <laughs> I'm the, very the busy. Again. Where, that's where you were. Yes. Um. But yeah. So I I think I'll find out what what's announced uh, first thing in the morning when I wake up and and check Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. and I can let you guys goes. explain
3: to me why any of it's good. And then I get the points out and just let Andreas build for a week. So, do you go, think
0: they're going to do points, Ben? I'll, I'll ask you first. Do you think they're going to do points on the ninth? Or do you think they're going to announce points or announce when points are happening? Or are they just going to tell us the points for the new stuff but not do the points like rework? Or.
1: I think they're going to talk about it because obviously we've only got that one little bit of X Wing. Um, I'm not sure how long it actually is. Does it say? Uh. Da, 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 da. I'll crack on to you it see. It says
0: when it starts. But, no, it doesn't say how long it's going to last for.
1: So, and there's nothing else. So I imagine they'll hit some of the key things, probably tell us like the Barons are going up and all that stuff. And then yeah. maybe, I, th- I'm, I think they're going to release the points as well, to be honest. But maybe like at the end of the day or something. Or I yeah, just think I mean... it, it's kind of a letdown how Little X-Wing is actually being spoken about there. And I mean... they've kind of already, spo- they've already spoiled the ship that's coming out
0: yeah if you look if you look through (laughs) if you look through the stuff there's an awful lot of painting in it so like the it's running from it's running from thursday to saturday um it's running from uh 9 a.m on thursday morning their time to 7 p.m on on saturday um when they're doing an after party which is going to be some weird twitch thing that uh, a bit weird um but let's not um do that but most of everything in the list is is painting fresh coats fresh coats fresh coats and then every so often there's Devon design and one of them's uh, a live play game for um crisis protocol then there's the x wing thing um then you know there's a few other bits which is like uh, live gameplay and then there's uh, a marvel crisis protocol devon design one but there's only one of those um and then you know there's uh, another devon design uh on the side there's two two of those for crisis protocol and then one for legion so there's only four devon design panels and it's two for their main product crisis protocol one each for the two star wars products that they're still supporting literally everything else is painting so and a couple of gameplay things where you know here's a live streamed game have a look at it so we've they got bill
1: they um announce like a a proper X Wing website because we haven't really got one of them yet either.
0: Yeah. So there's loads of stuff okay. that they could be doing. And I gonna...
3: can I can I dive oh, in Connor. very briefly, right? On. Here here's the scenario I see, right? You're Disney and you've purchased the rights to the largest pretty much largest movie franchise of all time that could ever be. Not that ever is, just that could ever be. And you made a mess. See that not swearing? Of a few movies. And then you produced a single show and you put it on your new platform, and it exploded globally. And then you release the ship in one spoiler on Twitter. Now, you hire a bunch of people from a subsidiary company to make the ship and sell a product connected with your huge, massive enterprise. If you mess that up on that release, if you mess up that release... Even to the whatever it is, 30,000 people play this game. And as Rich said, the people that will buy the ship outside of that, you should be fired solidly. This yeah. had better be an efficient release. Or there will be, I would hope, different heads of AMG in six months. Because this yeah. is an opportunity <sighs> to release a game out of quarantine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's. Explode. Explode. Yeah, this is the thing that's gonna this is gonna get new players to come in um and i think that the razor crest will have some pretty cool stuff but i think it'll also be something where you look at it and go i can build a list around that with two other packs i don't need to buy big to to do a a feasible list so that people can use it as their you know luke skywalker and a millennium falcon plus a b-wing or an a-wing like the the starter box plus two other packets kind of list um i yeah i think it's effectively going to create like a scum starter pack almost for a lot of players who'll jump want to jump into it um yeah and the fact that scum is such a big sprawling faction um also means that well two things one is that you can just pick stuff up randomly left right and center and the second hand market for scum ships is enormous because when people sell out of X-wing, they've always got a random assortment of scum ships. Um, you know, I did the one. maths for this, right?
3: Okay, and I sat down and worked this one out. If I want to play golf for a year in a low end moderate level course in my local area, and I want to play. I want to have clubs, and I want to look like I'm golfing. It's about four and a half to five thousand pound a year, right? Mm-hmm. That's about right. If I it's want to not play a, X-wing, it's not a cheap hobby. No, golf. if I want, hang on, I'm recording. X-Wing attracts 30 to 40-year-olds as an average. If I want to play X-Wing, I can literally do it for about 70 quid and be fully kitted up. Or I can do what I did and not spend that because I want to be pretty and I want to run every damn ship. But you don't have to do that. X-Wing is very enterable for a small amount of money.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, so thinking back to when I started playing was around about wave 10 in version one so it was when the, the resistance movies came out like force awakens first came out and um i got back in star wars and then therefore back in uh, well into x-wing and when i first started i bought a core set then i bought the ray Poe box and then i got a bonus from work and i went on ebay and for 150 quid i got all of the ships that i basically own now and since then i've been topping up with single purchases as stuff has been coming out um and you know in first edition when i wanted a given card or whatever and i had nothing else to get but and that's i think is the way that most people when they get into the game um they they start off with you know you don't go into your game shop and sink you know 500 quid which with, you could uh, do with, on Warhammer with a, with a trolley full in 30 stuff. seconds yeah no absolutely but you know people don't do that with x-wing because they go in and they buy one list and then they start to expand out and then at some point when they go actually i want to get into this they do a bulk deal buy off somebody who's selling out and i mean it's great you know the second-hand market that exists it is there um but the fact that once you're in then, you know, some people will continue to buy those bulk deals, like, you know, Ben, you do it quite a lot and, and other people that we know do it quite a lot. But <laughs> a lot of be. people will do that once to get in, and then they'll start to buy singles here and there as they go through. So no, um, there's another, you're, side, you're of right. this. There's another side of this. Compared to other though. hobbies, compared to other hobbies, and especially other tabletop hobbies, X-Wing is very cheap. But there's another there's no, there's no, there's side of this.
3: Buying. Hang on, well, let me <laughs> finish that one up, i will run you back. There is one other side of this. The STO costs 200 pounds before you even get to, into the room because of the bar the night before
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, which is considerably hard. more, more we're
1: all alcoholics
3: <laughs> that's considerably more to cut co- i literally spent 180 quid on friday after i, know, I got off the plane
0: here's the thing back to the golf analogy if you get a hole in one that costs you 200 quid back in the clubhouse so True. you know so i oh know
1: we had a good day though didn't we oh my god it was,
0: <laughs> honestly I, i'll be quite happy to say this Top five weekends
3: of my life, no question. I had an absolute ball. You guys were heroes. Absolute ball. I bought my ticket seconds after they went live. If I don't have the first one, I'll
0: be very surprised.
3: (laughs) Cannot wait for February.
0: So here's a yeah. Here's the thing. We'll 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 do a quick update on February, and then um, we can uh, probably start to think about knocking it on the head. Um, So we're. um, as as talked about last week, we're on two thirds tickets sold. Um, so we're basically in the spot now where we're going to be running six rounds in the top sixteen. Um, we've got some really cool um things locked in for prize support. Um, so uh, we're going to be doing that. Um, need to have a discussion about what the winner is going to get. Um, but I'm ninety five percent certain that it's going to include a custom lightsaber. So I want a
3: tray. Let's just
0: do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a custom lightsaber is better than a tray.
3: But I've never won a tray. I know I've been playing very long, and I played one real life event, and I got like dial covers. That was really cool. But I want a tray. I know,
0: but you've you've got a tray already. You just want a different tray, and that's the thing. uh, In fairness, Ben gave me my hard one, which is my favorite tray. You did,
1: (laughs) despite me kicking you up and down the table. I mean, you didn't (laughs) kick me up and down the table, really, did you?
0: Well, but anyway, 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 stop this. You you two can get a room afterwards. Um but yeah, so Liam uh and I were chatting and he was like, Wouldn't it be cool if you could just hand the light uh, the winner a lightsaber? And I was like, that would be pretty cool. And then I awesome. actually I,
3: I, I actually own a lightsaber, but I'll I'll have two and totally properly because uh, if they're both battle
0: out. if they're both battle sabers as well. They are.
3: Can, Mine is. Yeah. You,
0: I'll can, bring it with you, can, me. you can give one to the boy.
3: And, can I can I get it in the plane to Jill yeah, the finalist?
0: Someone, Bring your golf bag, it's fine.
3: I don't actually play golf, but Oh There you go. Bring your golf bag anyway. I it's did the maths for a comparison home. to explain to my wife that I, I own a single book that costs more than everything I spent in X Wing. Oh, yeah. Now it's beautiful <laughs> and funny. it's probably worth about four times what I pay for it, but it's still a single book.
0: X Wing is not an expensive hobby. You're you're just a, you're just a man with, with high highfalutin tastes, I think. What, what little about plastic about. ships and books. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's basically a heroin
3: escape. <laughs> First edition. Um, I, I generally cheap, I generally drink quite cheap whiskey before. You drink Jamesons. I do. It's not even whiskey. It's just 100% whiskey and you're wrong
0: regardless of what your opinion is. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> let's not let's not do this on this on the podcast. Do do the person um, with their fighting trousers on. Do you questions Rich? Oh, this will take time, though. And we've, I was going to try and wrap it up, but you are right. We should. No, so we should Connor, put it in there. So Connor, I'll, I'll got shut to, up now. You've got to you've got to do this relatively quickly, which I know is difficult for a man as verbose as you. So here's the question. <laughs> you've that got some nerve, rich poly <laughs> You do, but anyway, I had to so, unmute myself just to say that. <laughs> so when, so when, um, when you're playing a game of X-wing, when somebody says, um, "Back to dials" or "Planning phase" or whatever. Um, what is your thought process? What do you think of first? What's your flow of thought? What's your decision tree? Okay, um, so
3: I almost standardly always play either low initiative ships or small lists. Mm-hmm. My movements are, I, I, I like to think my I, I, my plan is you do your opening plan and your close, but everything in the middle, like the very second anybody starts to roll dice in combat, I have already prepped my moves. There is no question about it. I might miss triggers in combat. It's literally the only weakness I 100% have not got over because I am already planning the next turn. My dial set is about four seconds, and that is entirely calculated, so my opponent cannot be six minutes. If you set a pace, it is psychologically almost impossible not to follow that pace. And you will crash your ship into a rock before I do
0: so when you're thinking about what those actions uh what what your moves are going to be and so you're doing it during the engagement phase yeah I okay guess, i guess that then changes what your moves are going to be based on the outcome of dash results
3: the only time you'll ever see me actually take a decent amount of time out is if you have done something very unexpected or something very unexpected happened in combat if you talk about the order of run, I will work out where my ships can go first, and then I will work out where your ships can go, and then where they're likely to go, and then revert back to my
0: own. But I will probably be doing that when combat taking place. So one of the things that previous people that have asked answered the question um, have said is that their view is always about game state. Um, so am I? What is the points? What is my win condition? What is the the token state on the board? Where has he got target locks? have the ships with the target locks got munitions? Do I need to worry about them, where they're going to be, so I can range control that? All that kind of stuff. Can I can um, I take the
3: layers of that part really quickly? Mm-hmm. Uh, one, the target locks probably don't matter because if they're in a firing position anyway, you have to take that into account. Second, if you're not paying attention to munitions throughout the entire game, you've checked out of the game and it, it really doesn't matter. And thirdly, this one really, really annoys me. If there are 45 minutes left in the clock, the points on the board do not matter a damn, you start working out how you win and your path to victory at about 15, maybe 20.
0: 15 minutes gone or 20 15, minutes to go. 15
3: to 20 left.
0: See, now, that's are, interesting like... because we've spoken to quite a few people and they're saying usually you should always have an eye on the win condition from the start. So to start off with, how do I win this game? How do I get points? And then it becomes... What is my path to victory from here throughout i'm not the rest sure i'm the, the right game. person to
3: i play very fast and i go to destruction 95 percent of the time <laughs> fair enough but i do um, i mean i've yeah. won game this entire weekend it didn't
0: so like the, i mean and um, we we get and i i understand that um people's responses differ massively depending on their own personal play style and the list that they're playing and you know, how much sleep they've had and whether they're hungover, whether they're drunk. Um, you know, things change. Yeah. But, you know, when you're talking to to players who are kind of at the top of the game, um, you know, so we talked to Alessandro last week and, you know, he was just like, it's all about game state and it's all about, am I winning? How can I get more winning than I am at the moment? So, you know, if he's a little bit up, he's trying to figure out how he can get a little bit more up. And then he plans his moves based on how he can get a little bit more up, how he can advance the game state to mean that he's even more likely to win. So just like keeping pushing the advantage that he's got once he's up. Whereas if he's down, what he's looking at is, how can I make a safe play that will get me back into the game? And then as the game proceeds towards the end, you get into the, what is my Hail Mary pass? What is my YOLO moment? What is the thing I can do that wins me the game on the edges of variance and everybody will be crazy about it afterwards.
3: It so it's like a very good player that
0: plays at a very slow pace. I mean the pace of play does differ wildly and you know there are some people who get 15 to 18 turns in a game and they slap the dials down and it goes really fast and then you've got other players who play to eight or nine turns on a regular basis um and i remember gold squadron a couple of years ago did an assessment of a bunch of um, in-person games that had been streamed and he went through all of them and he counted the turns and the average was eleven. Um, and I always thought that was a bit low because at that point in time, I was playing two, three ship lists and inevitably you ended up trading and having a 1v1 at the end. And in a 1v1 at the end, you know, you get 11, 12 turns in, in, you know, 20 minutes because you're snapping dials down and nothing happens. And then you put another dial down and nothing happens and you just keep dialing moves in because you're not going through the other phases um, because somebody's chasing and somebody's running at that point. Um but, mm. you know, I, I think if you're looking at games that aren't going or trying to go to destruction or where you've got more ships, playing between like eight and 12 rounds is probably
3: normal. Um, I, I will I will take a small book for the next 10 games and I'd be very surprised I'm not 17 or 18.
0: Yeah, uh, but again, that depends on your opponent as well, because you're, no, you're absolutely right. If you play say, fast, if, yeah, if you, if you, you play add fast, your dials
3: three seconds after uh, yeah. you start setting them. It's very rare people will not start to catch up. Yeah,
0: It's actually something that um, Tom's brother, Scott, said on a podcast in the distant past when he still played X-Wing, was he doesn't think about his dials. He does the move that feels right for each of his ships and he sticks them down and his dials are set within 10 seconds and he just sits there and says, I'm ready. You know, and that in and of itself can... Can apply pressure to people because they're. well it's hard all. to look at an
3: opponent who says they're ready immediately especially if it's a yeah. 1v1 situation where you do not need 60
0: seconds to think your dial you just oh, don't yeah. no but he was doing it with like six ships you know he was just because on six dials again 10 seconds then i'm ready done let's go
3: and i feel like i'm defending <laughs> my position i really shouldn't be but again you should know you should know when you go into the clouds how you're coming out of them
0: oh yeah no like you you are right and i'm not like i'm not saying that you're playing in in some way incorrectly or wrong um it's that you know there are people who play slower there are people who play faster and i think that those players like so um are, who are very con- those players who are very considered um are often players who find themselves at the top of big tournaments and it could be because they're playing a strategy that says i need nine turns to get the points i need to win and not to then give up more points. Well, if I'm not I play going to go 15, for slander,
3: but I could yeah. give you about four or five names right now.
0: Oh yeah, no, but you know these are they're, they're players playing within the rules, and if as a player you feel like they're playing too slowly, you can always recourse back to calling the judge to say, "I'd like you to just hang out at this table for a bit because he's taking." I don't know.
3: You just said he's things within the rules, right? Every time. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you know because the rules are very broad about this but you know you've always got the recourse to go to the judge and say you know it's been 25 minutes and we've had two turns so i i really would like you to stand here and make sure he's putting dials down within five minutes and and not doing 12 minutes i mean my worst in inverted commas game of x-wing was five turns um i was flying weirdly enough supernatural inquisitors and he was flying um tugboats um with tractor beams and basically he didn't want to be in an area where I wanted him to go and I didn't want to be in an area where he wanted me to go. And he was moving his ships and then I was having to figure out supernatural based on um based on what I dialed in so that I didn't end up in his tractor beam areas for the turn after sort of thing. So it was basically we just spent ages just circling each other and in the end he halved one of my ships and won um on the last roll of the game. <laughs> so I think I think Andreas wins
3: this downs down with a 12 minute first turn before a dial was flipped that's a
0: that's an interesting concept but yeah no absolutely um and so Thank you for answering the question. Uh, it's it's interesting to get different perspectives, and as I, as I said um, in the in the kind of the the, the discussion, um, you've you've given us a slightly different perspective, which I guess makes certain sense because you're an entirely different person to the previous people <laughs> we've spoken to. So, um, everybody. No clones on the show. Me. You heard it first. <laughs> um, all right. Did you have any questions following that up, Ben? No. No. All right. Cool. My favorite color Eagle. is purple. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't ask them questions. We ask serious, proper questions. As long as Ben remembers to remind me. Um <laughs> I can't so...
1: remember the questions, but you can't remember to ask them. No. Well, to get <laughs>
0: together the team works. Teamwork makes the dream work. We're we're good. All right. So um Darren's already left, as we've said, we so we can't say goodbye to him. Um th- uh Connor, have you got any shout outs, mate? Uh I don't think so, but thank you very much for having me. I have to say I've been long looking forward to this invitation. No worries. Well thank you for coming on. Uh Ben, have you any shout outs at all? Uh no, nothing. Not that good Well I'm going here, anyway. so who's he gonna shout? <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah, I guess um so uh, I, I've not got anything, so it's uh it's a goodbye from Ben. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Connor. Goodbye at all. Uh goodbye from Tim, because he popped in. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's uh, going to be a goodbye from me and we'll talk to you next week when we find out just what AMG have announced at the Minister of Aganza. have a good one, bye bye hey!